everyone, and welcome to episode 90 of the GVG cast, where we hang out, chat with you all, and see what's been happening over the past week. I'm your host this, this time, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my good friends, Daniel Alba and Ash Paulson. How are you two doing this evening? Doing good, I am... good. <laughs> I'm fried, man. Uh, as I was telling you shortly before we started, I, uh, so I've obviously was at MAGFest last week, had a great time. MAGFest is always the best time ever. However, unfortunately, on Saturday night late, uh, my wife just took a bat. She stumbled on a bed corner, took a bad fall, and sprained her knee, which, you know, and as we all know, mm. knee sprains are not fun. And so, uh, I've just, you know, she needs help getting around and everything. So I've been getting very little sleep because i've just been you know really taking care of her tending to her ever since we got home and so i'm just that's that's actually why you're hosting today and i appreciate you for doing that man because i told you i was like dude i've gotten no more than like one to two hours of sleep at a time for like five days now and i'm so tired i i gotta say uh it it feels like magfest kicked your ass Oh, that's the other thing. So it wasn't just my wife. What's what's interesting about it is that she took like a slight stumble, like a slight instant stumble and sprained her whole knee. Whereas I was unfortunately on Thursday night, I was going downstairs to pick up a DoorDash for us, like or, like two in the morning on Friday. And I was accidentally, I was going down, uh, about to go down an escalator and somebody behind me, I don't, I, I'm thinking they were probably drunk or something. They made some motion and accidentally nudged me and down I went the uh, the escalator shaft and um, I, I tumbled the whole way thankfully it was two in the morning so there were there weren't too many people for me to break my fall around because I didn't want to hurt anybody else of course but I look fine and I'm, I've healed quickly but if I were to take off my shirt on the show which I will not don't worry I've never <laughs> that to you all you would see that I have like gashes and bruising all over the right side of my body but I didn't break anything I didn't sprain anything so I took the more d- dramatic fall but I'm more or less fine, whereas my wife just a slight little stumble, whole knee, and I feel so bad for her. She's been such a trooper, though. Oh my god! <laughs> but MacFest is amazing. Don't let any of them going join me next year, please, everybody. It's so fun. But that is also the reason I didn't get to do a community <laughs> meetup on Sunday. I was going to do a GVG community meetup, and I was also going to post a uh, or host a panel with One One Two on Mega Man Battle Network, and I had to pull out of both because I just had to get my my wife home. So. So I had to miss the last day of MAG, unfortunately, this year. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, although I do imagine <laughs> that it's just you like, going down, you falling down the up escalator. So you're just constantly falling in a continuous loop. <laughs> that would be a lot worse than what actually happened. <laughs> I'm honestly looking back on it as, as much as sore as I've been. I am honestly so lucky mm-hmm. that I didn't like get a concussion or like break something. Like, I don't know how I didn't, but I am very thankful i didn't so i you know could take care of my wife because she's just poor things going through it but she's been such a trooper and come to magfest next year it's so fun <laughs> yeah, i it sounded pretty okay it sounded pretty bad when you message us i was like jesus is, is he on like assault you or something or you just <laughs> i know i thought no something I like purposely like like oh it's, no. it's it's ash i gotta take him down so the the <laughs> cadre of anti-GVG people out there roaming MAGFest at 2 a.m. No, no, no. Nobody targeted me intentionally, I'm sure. I think it was just an instant mistake. And uh, thankfully, everybody, you know, the MAG community is so nice. Everybody was like, are you okay? Do you need to go to medical? And I'm like, 
Well, probably, but I have a DoorDash order waiting for me, so I really don't have time. And what's funny is is our is our mutual good friend Ant dude. I told him about it, and he was like, "Holy shit, dude! I'm so sorry. Does that mean you're just gonna be, you know, are you just gonna lay up in bed tomorrow?" And I'm like, "Dude, hell no! It's MacFest. Ain't nothing keeping me down unless I literally can't walk. I am gonna be doing MacFest. So, uh, uh-uh, I'm not gonna be laid up in bed at Mag. Are you killing? Are you kidding me? No way, man." Uh, no way. Uh, otherwise, fun. a lot of fun. A yeah. lot, a lot of fun. Well, we'll we're going to get into a bit more here. But uh, first of all, we got to uh, get our uh, shout out our sponsor for the episode. And as has been the case for the past month, uh, we are sponsored this uh, for by the Couch Kids podcast. And uh, uh, as always, they whipped up a fun little ad to uh, talk about their what they do. And we're going to play right now and show it off. So definitely check them out. Where is Andrew? We were supposed to be shooting the commercial today. I don't know, man. He's probably playing Kingdom Hearts or something. Hey, guys. Sorry I'm late. I was playing Kingdom Hearts. Dude, Andrew, what are you wearing? You told me to dress up. Yeah, dress up like the thumbnails, dude. You know, blue shirt, green shirt. (sighs) Well, what am I supposed to do now? This is all day makeup. Hey, fam. I'm Colton. I'm Ari. And I'm Count Andrew. Andrew. Sorry, just Andrew. I'm just regular Andrew. And we are... The Couch Kids! Every week, you can typically expect a podcast, a reel, and an occasional Let's Play. On The Couch Kids, we share a similar mantra to our friends at Good Vibes Gaming. Don't Don't be a grouch, grouch. there's always room on the couch. Except kind of right now, because Andrew's fat taking up half the space. What? Yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? Find us on social media at Couch Kids Podcast and catch on the couch. Colton, he's biting me! We don't need that intro again, but yes, check out the <laughs> Couch Kids, uh, Andrew, Ari, and Colton for their weekly goofs and gaffes as they shoot the biz and discuss all manners of things gamings. Uh, the Couch Kids podcast is available for free on all major podcast services, and they also publish excellent content over on their YouTube channel. So check them out at the following links. We'll have that in the uh, description, and I'm sure Ash has already p- uh, pinned it knowing him. Uh, and you know, definitely... Right Please subscribe to their channel. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry for the double intro. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you to them as always. And also, before we get back to our conversation, see what Daniel's been up to for the week. Uh, we have some birthday shoutouts. One for Cutie Caitlin on the eight, which was on the eighteenth. Kyle Gamer, which was on the twenty-first. Snoopy, uh, which was on the twenty-third. And Kuel Gabe. Uh, on the 24th. So a lot of birthdays this past week. Happy birthday to all of you. And yes, happy, happy birthday. A special congratulations to our good friend T. Lopes, who, hey, you know who did the music yeah. for that to that intro that we had to play twice? Uh, just <laughs> had his, I believe, first son, correct? Uh, Noah. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He's, he's joined the father brigade, which I'm the only one on this podcast, yep. right on this episode right now, but <laughs> we're there. <laughs> we just need to, uh, he's got to follow that up with a, with a sister and Mio and, and they're all good. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yep. I didn't think about that. Yep, right. Yeah. That, that's like the first thing I thought of because I'm such a nerd. I'm like, Oh Noah, obviously he's got to have a sister Mio. Come on. <laughs> I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's huge in the Zeno uh, at all, but yeah. Well, or not, but uh, but yeah, congratulations, T. We are so happy for you, man, and we uh, we love you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, Daniel, what have you been up to? Um, well, I pretty much just been playing 
a few different games trying to get ready for a different video that Brandon and I want to get uh, on to doing very soon. So I play a little bit of Majora's Mask 3D on the 3DS specifically. And, you know, some other ones like um, Near Automata as well. Mm. Just kind of dipping into that a little bit to try and get to a spot where I can get footage of something. Uh, I've, I'm trying to figure out how we're going to do this because it's, it's kind of a, a list of things. But mm. Brandon and I have an idea how we're going to do it. So that'll be something you all can see later. But it's been really weird to like... I, I think I've really only played Majora's Mask 3DS a couple of times. I like When I go back to it... I played the N64 one so much, you notice just a lot of little things that they changed in that game, uh, just from the environment also, like so that things are a bit easier to and easier and more accessible. So how much uh, it's a little bit more like handholdy and, and tutorially in some parts, like Tata will tell you how to do this and that in, in certain places. Hmm. Um, just a little thing that Grezzo did that I, I didn't really notice too much the first time around, but now I'm just like, oh yeah, they kind of like just want to make it more accessible to people. I'm still waiting to see if we're going to get, like, another version of this sometime. <laughs> Who knows? It'd be nice. It's been a while. I, I will say Majora's Mask 3D is the only way I've ever played Majora's Mask. Because uh, years ago when I first tried oh, to really? play it, I didn't. I was like, I, I was just like, oh, I'll turn it on for a little bit, see the intro and get going. And then it was like, I got to get going. And this this moon's coming down and I'm stressed and I don't know what's going on. I, I just never went back to it. <laughs> just too much for me. And I gave up. But... Coming back with Majora's Mask 3D, uh, it, it really did, did ease me into it enough that I felt confident and honestly ended up, I, I think Majora's Mask is a top five Zelda game for me after playing that version. And I know people, some people really prefer the N64 version. My whole life is yeah. stressed in time limits. So doing this on the 3DS on a game like Majora's Mask is like nothing to me. So those kind of things, like when you're, when you're in a, the, the classic Metroidvania where you're in a time limit to reach the end and people stress out and panic that's just like nothing to me at this point <laughs> just like all right <laughs> but yeah that's uh I'm, I'm glad you've played it in some form but consider yeah. the n64 version sometime that's uh i mean people are still very divisive on which one's I, better i still have this uh show, it's patron exclusive now and eventually come into podcasts but uh you know it's still have this little thing called game club and majora's mask is on there so Eventually, eventually, I'll end up playing. I'll be on that one, right? I, I, <laughs> I mean, one. I I can't plan these things. Steve specifically told me on his episode that if I, you know, if I can manage it, try to get Fantasy Star Four uh, for when you know he's back. And literally, oh, the next episode was Fantasy Star Four with him not on. That's so a, that's a that, tragedy. I, I want to hear make that up. That's amazing. I want to hear Steve talk about Fantasy Star Online Four or. or well, we got like two that. completely like, new people be, who've never played Fantasy Star Four who loved it, <laughs> so that, that worked I would, out. I would, I would love the the dichotomy of somebody who's really an expert in it and somebody who just doesn't know anything about it, like you mentioned. Like that mm -hmm. kind of conversation is so interesting to me and something I would love to see more in Game Club. But I, I guess that's just the format. <laughs> it's, it's hard to our, plan those things if you want to keep it random, anyway. Our good friend uh, Lady Pelvic talked shit to me on Twitter recently about Mega Man, so I really want to get her and I back on an episode for the Mega Man The Wily Wars just to force her to play it. it it'd be really funny, but uh, considering how, how she struggled with Donkey Kong, I don't know about I her know, and Mega Man. I, I feel feel bad, but she did talk shit about Mega Man, so I, I wouldn't feel that bad. <laughs> you just got to get her to play uh, some Battle Network since that is an RPG. That's true. That's true. That is, yeah. She, she might yet. She may yet. It is an RPG, so she may actually do it. Yeah, it could happen. Um, 
it's it's funny. I, I have been playing Near Automata as well on my personal streams, oh, and I, I'm not going to keep it. I'm, I'm going to keep it as spoiler free as possible. I'm on the third playthrough, and have done a few switches. I'll just put it that way. Okay. And uh, you, yeah. Wow. <laughs> did it did it did it take a uh, did Yoko Taro do his thing at the, at the with this playthrough? My God. That's all I can, I'll, I'll oh, say. He, Yoko Taro does all more over of this his game. Things. Yes, yeah. he did. <laughs> Just strap in, man. And, and speaking of strapping in, I guess I'll provide a quick update. I'm still working on Spider-Man 2, but I'm nearing the end. I'm at like 82% overall completion. I have like nice. four or five main story missions left. And dude, the last third of that game ramps up in is it, such an epic way is Woo! it in the same way it, as the last third of the original spider-man because i remember i remember getting to the last third of that game being like oh my god <laughs> it, it 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 very much is i wouldn't venture to say this might even be more epic though like i wow. think the pacing in the story of spider-man one is better overall uh, i think the spider-man 2 starts a little bit slowly but when you hit that last third like it's just high point after high point after epic moment after epic moment and there's a lot of emotional emotionality happening too and and characters relationships are really being tested and there are a lot of just really emotionally powerfully charged boss fights just one after another there's a gauntlet in particular of three boss fights toward the end of the game that it's just every single one is amazing and oh man i could i could go on this game is so good and i've been having <laughs> a great time with it i'm glad you're having such a good time i uh I've been working on a uh, playing through a game for an upcoming video. It's a sequel to a video I made last year, um, but I was warned about it. And God, it is living up to its reputation. This thing has been kicking my butt this entire month. And I'm almost I'm going to make a honest to God attempt to finish it tonight after the after the GBG cast, because I'm so close. But I, I, I'll just put it out there because I'm hoping to have the video out Um within the next week or two, uh, since I still have to write it and all that. Um, Frickin' Dragon Warrior 2, and I'm talking Dragon Warrior, not Dragon Quest 2. I'm playing the original NES version, and oh, <laughs> oh my God. I've been hearing about how it's oh, been no. for you, and yeah, I'm, I don't envy you. So, so all I'll say is a uh, g game that was not properly Place tested at all they realized uh and this will be more in the video they realized they didn't play test it like a week before it was supposed to come out and <laughs> the entire final area is filled with enemies that can count uh cast instant death with you on you or they'll sacrifice themselves and kill all three of your characters or best part of all uh the final boss knows how to heal itself that's not fun. Yeah. And it's a full heal yeah. every time. Don't you? Yeah. That's the best part. Full heal? Oh, heal? oh yeah. I mean, dragon quest doesn't have a ton of HP. Like it's, it's HP is only 250, but still, if you're full healing, it, it, it's, it's something else. So I, I have a lot to say about this because it's not all doom and gloom, but man, <laughs> it is something else. Um, but yeah, so I'll be talking about that in the near future. So apologies, that's taken a bit, uh, but it the is hard. Future. Yeah, near future. <laughs> but it is a hard game. So you got to cut me some slack. Uh, otherwise, I've uh, just been playing what I can and, uh, you know, not a whole lot else going on for me otherwise. Uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's 
I'm trying to think of anything else that's really been going on. Uh, although <laughs> I could talk about my uh, unfortunate uh, time with Twitter <laughs> lately. Oh, I don't know if you saw. right. So I, I caught it a little too late because, again, like I said, this past week, it's just been a blur of not sleeping very much and taking care of my wife. So she was actually the one who mentioned it to me. She's like, do you know what happened? Like, what, what's what's Tarek talking about? Like, is everything okay? I'm like, honestly, I I did not see it until what? I went and looked, and it was after the fact. I, I, didn't, I didn't mention it to you guys at all in, the, uh, in, the, in our Discord because I didn't think it was that big of a deal because we've been right. pretty open about us being kind of anti-AI. We're we're writers daniel's an artist like we're not exactly right. fans of the technology uh and so i was going off the idea of uh i the misinformed idea uh i should really point that out on power world and how apparently i was under the impression that it had it used ai which apparently they're open to using ai in the future but there is no evidence whatsoever about it being in this game in this game and I was basically using it as a platform to say, hey, it thinks that this is doing this game is doing so well because it uses AI so much. And, um, you know, being like, oh, man, it just it's so unfortunate. People just like, yeah, I'm anti AI and still play this game because it's just like, oh, really? <laughs> but I was right. wrong. It is not AI based whatsoever, um, although the company might flirt with it in the future for other games. Uh, and so I, I put it out there, but I also knew this is a tweet that's going to, I don't even know why I did it. Cause I put it out there knowing it'd be just like filled with people being like, how dare you crap on AI? It, it has all these potentials and all this stuff. And it's, it's just one of those things like I should have known better. Uh, but I put it out there, got those initial few responses. I'm like, okay, muting it, come back a day later. And I'm getting so many people like like finding other ways to talk to me and uh, mention these oh, things. No. And I'm like, what the heck happened? What's going on with this? And I look at the thread and I see that it's just blown up so much more. And in my thought, it's still AI based, not besmirching power world. And so I doubled down. Right. <laughs> I, doubled, oh, no. I stupidly doubled oh, down. I was like, no. I'm leaving the tweet up because I still stand by the AI thing, but I'm not going to correct myself. And no, what I did not realize because I was away the entire time um, is that no, they weren't upset about that. They were upset about the claim about it being using AI, which it about right. specifically about power world. And so as soon as I realized that was the case, I'm like, okay, no, I gotta, I gotta delete this and ap apologize. And as the live audience have, has mentioned, um, got freaking community noted. <laughs> I got a community note. It is my biggest tweet ever by far. I don't even know how much it got uh, spread out there, but enough that I got a community note, which was like, oh my God. <laughs> that sucks that your biggest tweet ever is the one that got community note. I know. I don't even, even like, uh, I got people here out there claiming it's like, oh, you're just trying to get paid. I'm like, I don't have a blue check mark. I'm not, I'm not trying to drum this stuff up. This is a just honest, stupid mistake. And it's just a wild circumstance of how I, how that came along. Like I had no idea that that was going to be what, what ended up happening. But I, I apologized. I got rid of the tweet. And I can say that I was contacted by the community manager, manager of Pal World, who you did. Were? Yes. And they actually said, hey, don't worry about it. Apology accepted. You know, you're, we're cool. 
So well, that's nice. Okay. So I got, I got, I got, you know, I, I basically the authority on power world is okay with it. So I'm, 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 I'm going to take that as a win. <laughs> That's I would, especially because the and, internet can be so ruthless. And, and I have yeah. no further opinions on Power World because I have not touched it. I will not say a word on that unless I play it. And I have, and it's considering it's a survival game. I have no plans to play it. I don't. I don't like. I don't. I'm not a survival game guy. Yeah, and also as Mackenzie Smith noted up in our YouTube chat a little bit ago, it feels too mean spirited. Like I'm sure it's a perfectly great game, but I agree, it feels a little bit mean spirited, and that just, I did, I'm not interested in that. For, in a game that's supposed to eschew Pokemon-like vibes, at least. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's just not for me, I don't think. But, uh, but yeah, it sure has. Wow, it's blown up, blown things up. This oh, week. it's huge. It's, it's, it's yeah. bigger than ever, but I, I, I just don't have any interest in it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I understand. That's the insane thing with all this is that, like, I think it, the whole situation just proves how people kind of misinterpret what exactly AI is, what it's mm -hmm. capable of, and how you define it. Yeah, and the community is confused about it because I mean that whole thing happened, and like there's still there's never going to be like a certain definition for what like AI could be defined as because the world is it's it's a really like tragically fascinating case that we're seeing <laughs> unfold right now because this is a game the style I mean it's it's plagiarizing you can see how it's like plagiarizing certain ideas not just from Pokemon it's plagiarizing a lot of games actually it's not just that. <laughs> So it's it's really just dug itself into this situation where it's gotten so much attention so quickly that people are just grasping onto this idea that they kind of wish that they had with Pokemon and they're enjoying like some people they don't care like like these millions of people that are playing this game they don't even care about the whole like oh this is plagiarism or whatever they they're just Most, having fun with it. Yeah, exactly. Most people just disconnected. Here's this weird game that seems like Pokemon but it's a survival and it's you know it is from everything I've heard, everybody's like been a naysayer that actually have tried it out, have genuinely enjoyed it. So they made a good mm -hmm. game here. It's just the assets that are a little, mm, <laughs> it's a little unsure of. It's, and I'm not going to claim plagiarism or anything like that. I'm just, it's, let's just go with heavily inspired for now until anything of true, true clarity comes out. Right. I, well, you can definitely see some heavy inspiration from exact <laughs> model shapes that you've seen on some pals compared to Pokemon. But yeah, there's a structure of a game that can hold people's interest. And it's it's something that we wanted from something that, you know, Pokemon has only very lightly touched on and very, very incrementally leans towards with every generation, like like very slowly. And that's kind of the problem is that there's been nothing to kind of compete with this idea. So Pokemon Company just kind of coasts along with very like they as you can see in, in past like there's a lot of uh, optimization that they don't go into because they kind of don't need to this game will sell scarlet and violence sold so much despite you see so many people saying they're gonna you know boycott this sort of thing and and it doesn't work out because then you yeah. get the, the it's the next best-selling pokemon game ever <laughs> so i don't know there's a whole there's a whole discussion to be had with just this game itself oh. and i don't know i it it's fascinating too because we had a we had that tweet and I think this might have been a thing that kind of also inspired it. I saw that tweet from Dra the Dragon Quest uh, Twitter account saying Dragon Quest monsters hit one million worldwide, which super impressive. Did not expect that game to do that well, to be honest. And just like like I think it's best of the Dragon Quest monsters series. So that's great news. But then you look at Power World; they got accomplished that in twenty four hours. I'm like. Oh, oh no. 
It's crazy because yeah. like it's it's just the discussion on it. You say Pokemon with guns, and people are instantly like, "What is this about?" You that's <laughs> a hook that instantly gets mm. people in there. And it's it's not like this is the first time we've seen you know monster taming in any games, even in series that we are familiar with. Like you, not just Pokemon, but yeah, as you said, Dragon Quest monsters, uh, uh, Tales of Symphonia, Dawn of the New World has monster taming. Freaking Kingdom Hearts, uh, Dream Drop Distance has monster taming. When you think about it, Final like, Fantasy Thirteen too. So- there's it's a it's a common yeah. thing <laughs> yeah it's just that this one hit a boom and it has that spark of discussion that that is making people talk and unfortunately part of it is the uh uh immoral ways in which some of this part some parts of this game was made but it, now the pokemon company has spoken out about it and it, what i'm just sitting back here and waiting to see how this unfolds because this is a crazy month to start off games with in 2024 <laughs> well I, let's talk about some well, other releases in that case uh because yeah <laughs> we got a we got a triple whammy this week because uh, yeah. we got the uh um apollo justice trilogy we got like a dragon infinite wealth and we got freaking uh tekken 8 like w- wow what a- <laughs> What a week. Yeah. 2024 already off to a bang. And then earlier, just a couple weeks ago, we got Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Like, already. Yeah. And another code recollection, actually. Like, there's so much already. Yeah. Um, I so desperately want to get Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. I've been so excited for it because I liked yeah, Yakuza Like a Dragon so much. But I just, I'm having to abstain for now because I know that I want to see it through. But I also know that I won't finish it before Rebirth hits, and and once Rebirth hits, I'm I'm too weak. I don't nothing melts matters. No, that's, that's what I'm saving up for. I'm, I'm Rebirth, waiting. Yeah, so <laughs> I just have to. That's... I have to hope that maybe there's a window later in the year that I can play Infinite Wealth because I so badly want to. But Rebirth just I don't want to drop it at the end or toward the end. And Rebirth just comes first. I have a week to play everything that I need to because after that week and week from now, I'm playing Persona Three Reload and. I, I do want to do a uh, I'll do a stream where I react to maybe the first few hours on our Twitch channel and then I'll I'll probably cut that down and put a video on that on on this channel right here mm-hmm. uh, probably the day or two after because I'm I'm ready I've I'm tired of seeing twenty trailers and all the interviews <laughs> like just give me the game now <laughs> yeah yeah there been so uh, many trailers for it too. They don't yeah. stop. They're, they're yeah. like every. They're advertising the heck but... out of this. They're basically treating it like a new game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of people's first time playing Persona or Persona Three. Oh, did Daniel? Drive I out? blipped out for a moment. Oh. Yeah. You, okay. You you knew you blipped out a moment, so that's that's good okay. to know. Um, you won't stop I, I, from... I definitely will be picking up the Apollo Justice trilogy because my wife and I love playing through Ace Attorney games together, and we've never been able to play through four, five, and six together because they've all only been on the handheld formats till now. So mm-hmm. definitely going to be picking that up. I know she really. We both want to get Tekken Eight. It's just a matter of like she loves Tekken, and she's actually pretty. She she beats my ass at it all the time. <laughs> I'm better at Street Fighter. She beats me at Tekken, and I want to get it because we love the series and especially the music. But I just don't know that we have time to play it right now. But we'll pick it up down the line for sure. For sure. And by that point, there will be that. that. And the, the, Harada actually commented on the fact that everybody wants Tifa as DLC. Oh, he commented on that? Didn't, I'm so he, glad he knows. Oh, yeah. He's like, he, better he, be he, he basically <laughs> just said, um, you know, like, she's she's pretty and, uh, you know, great character design. But we're not focusing on guest characters quite yet. So basically a no comment. But he did 
at least he acknowledged, he acknowledged that. that everybody really Ooh. wants Tifa in Tekken 8. And I got to say, I, I, I'm interested in Tekken 8. I've never played a, uh, played a lot of Tekken before. That is an easy purchase because I'm already kind of interested in Tekken 8. Um, but Tifa would definitely put it over the top. Oh my god, she's she's so the guest character in. I want more than anyone. Yeah. So far, guest I mean, characters is... the only character that only get the only fighting game that has Tifa so far is Air Guys, which just puts it as the best fighting game right now. God bless the ring. <laughs> I'll never forget that weird ass game. <laughs> I got it because it had Cloud, Sephiroth, Tifa as playable characters, and the rest of the game was like, this is yeah. weird. <laughs> you remember that weird ass adventure mode? Yeah, I never understood it whatsoever. Me neither. It was weird, but yeah, what a PS One Day Square man. I loved how I, experimental they were. Do you remember? I remember. I'm sure you remember the start screen sound. Meow. <laughs> oh, <the>, totally. <laughs> whenever you push start. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody remembers the bouncer. For me, it's Air Guys. Is that weird game? I only rented the bouncer, but yeah. Guys, <laughs> I remember that voiceover too. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Oh god! These, these guest characters is how you get a wider audience into these series. So that's how I got into Soul Calibur too. And it, it's oh, a right. shame that mm-hmm. it's a shame that we didn't get Cloud in Soul Calibur two like they originally intended. That would have gotten that would have made a very yeah. interesting co- competition between Nintendo and PlayStation. I think people would have bought two oh, yeah. copies <laughs> for each yeah. system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we do, uh, before we get into the news topics, we did get some super chats. So let's go ahead and uh, uh, talk about those, especially because um, uh, we, fittingly enough, they're about Tekken. Uh, first up, Disney Duncan with two separate $5 super chats. Thank you so much and very much connected. Tekken 8 is a blast. I like it more than Street Fighter 6 and Mortal Kombat 1. Reyna is probably my, probably my main, which I have heard a lot. And... Uh, Disney uh, and also saying which character do we want as a guest character in Tekken 8? Well, to Ash and I have already said Tifa. Daniel, are yeah. you in agreement or you got another idea? <laughs> I could be in agreement. Uh, it would never happen, but I'd love to see Matthew from Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Future Redeemed. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be, fun of characters. that'd be great. That'd be cool. There's a lot of Xenoblade characters that you can throw into different fighting games, and I'd love to see that happen, but you know, that's just my pie in the sky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, next up is Cam Alpha with two dollars. Thank you so much. Saying Metal Sonic uh, versus Mecha Godzilla, who would win? I mean, it has to be Mecha Godzilla. He's huge. I, mean, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Stefan. I mean, obviously, Metal Sonic's faster, much faster. But I don't know if it matters. Yeah, I mean, it is needed both like, is, Godzilla and is, King is Kong to like, take him down. <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. I feel is like Metal like a rendition versus... of uh, watching Supersonic versus Perfect Chaos. Is that like the sim- the, the closest we have in similarity? <laughs> I guess so. People are mentioning Metal like, Overlord, but yeah, that would be more interesting. Metal Overlord versus Mecha Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't. I never. I don't remember Metal, uh, Metal Overlord too much, to be honest. But he, he actually is really really unsettling design. Actually, even oh, now, like going scary. back to look at it, kind of a scary design. Yeah, nice. Uh, Dion Hugh with $15. Thank you so much. Saying side order release date, sparking zero incoming trailer, hoping for release date. Who knows about that? Uh, new peach trailer, Zelda Splatoon concert annou- announcement and Pokemon's coming on power. Things to talk about. No kidding. Um, it's been a week. So much. Uh, not much to say about side order just because we only got a release date. There's some interesting things in there, but I'm waiting for more of a trailer. Cause I feel like it's, we're right. probably going to get more of that to come sparking zero brandon brandon of course is paying close attention same with me and steve uh so you can look forward to that and hey who doesn't love new outfits for peach ninja peach dude she's so cool 
Ninja Peach. It's all God. about Ninja Beach. Gotta love it. Uh, Alan Wilkinson with a five pound donation. Thank you so much. Saying DK playable in Odyssey too. Not that unexpected. Wario and especially Waluigi. Now you're talking. I don't know if I heard anything about that, but I mean, it'd be cool to get other playable characters in a 3D Mario sequel. I think they realized the appeal of that. Right over Luigi, though. Alan, you skipped right over Luigi. He's still hanging out with his balloons. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) It would be cool to have multiple playable characters in an Odyssey, too. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Disney Duncan back once again with $2 Super Chat saying my birthday was on the 9th. Well, happy belated birthday to you. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah, Happy belated, Duncan. And Bongo Lover with five Canadian dollars here to talk about another uh, launch game, a game that launches uh, week. Happy Infinite Wealth launch day. Ichibong uh, Kazugurt and Drink Drink You Dina, Danima are back and going to steal the show. <laughs> Jokes aside, I'm happy to see Kiryu. Who I, I know Kiryu is so, also a big request for Tekken, just to bring it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, I love, I love that. I just every time you super chat Bongo Lover, it is an absolute delight. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and happy Infinite Wealth launch day. Uh, and then Raul La Santana uh, dos Santos, which I believe is uh, donated five Brazilian real, uh, says, yeah, yeah. saying, since a lot more people know Mario Kart 8 Deluxe than Mario Kart 8, do you think Nintendo will be obligated to put 12 cups instead of the usual eight in the base of the next Mario Kart? I actually thought about that. Mm-hmm. I... I hope they will feel obligated. I mean, they aren't actually obligated, but no. I hope they will feel as though they are. They that would be nice. A lot of time to put this many cups, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I think people <laughs> would feel a little ripped off if they don't, honestly. I I like just the... I more than anything I don't want to go back to just Mario Kart 9 or or 10 or whatever the hell they call it just launching with four cups, four tracks each. And then, you know, half of them new, half of them retro remakes. Like, it just feels like we've gone so far beyond that now. Yeah. But the way that they kind of structured and modeled this game now, it's there's a difference in value now compared to back then when you bought a game and there was like four or eight cups, depending on like if they they were doing the retro tracks back then. But now you have like 24 cups. (laughs) And, And how do you... How do you match the value of that? I mean, it's DLC, of course, but yeah. Still. And granted, a lot of those are old cups. Um, there's a few new ones in there, but uh, it's it's mostly old stuff. And I, I don't know. I feel like I'd be okay with uh, only eight cups if they really went ham with the track design. And in that way, I mean, I'm going to bring it back to this again. Uh, Sonic and uh, Sega All-Stars Transformed. Those are dynamic tracks. If every course was like yeah. that in Mario, yeah, fine. Eight, eight, eight cups. That's fine. I'm good. <laughs> We're going to fly this time. That's what's good. We're going to actually control our flight. We're not just on gliders anymore. That'll be something new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, there is uh, other news that, that came out this week that we want to talk about. And I guess one of the more interesting ones is uh, Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown's developers have stated that they would love to work on either Mario or Zelda or Star Fox or even Castlevania, which perked my perked my ears up with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's one of those things where it seems outlandish. It's like, oh, yeah, another developer would love to work on Mario and Zelda and all that. But they work at Ubisoft, and Nintendo has worked with Ubisoft on two separate occasions. You know, the Mario and Rabbids, and then the Star Fox par- portion of Starlink. It's like, you know, <laughs> I'm right? not opposed. I certainly wouldn't be opposed. I mean, I, I've only played the demo of The Lost Crown so far, but it, it impresses me just like I thought it would from the trailers we saw of the game in terms of just the movement is so 
slick. It just feels so good to move throughout the world. And look, if Konami aren't going to give us a new 2D Castlevania, they this team would be really high up on my list it, to give us one. Exactly. I, I frequent Positron saying they could do a Metroid, to be honest. You know what? We have Merc- Mercury Steam for uh, Metroid. Give... Uh, I. I miss what the developers' names are names are here, but give this developer to Castlevania. Make me happy. <laughs> That's all I care yeah. about. Make me yeah. happy and have them make a new Castlevania. God, that would be so cool. I, I mean, what I'm I'm more like that's what I think I would want. That's the most natural fit, and that's what I would want most. I think on the face of it, but I'm interested, and in, I would be interested to like hear what their idea for a Star Fox team would be. Like, hmm. what kind of Star Fox game would they want to make? You know, like what, know. you know, obviously this is a, I'm sure they can do more than just 2D game. They want to make a traditional rails on rail shooter. Do they want to like try a 2D platformer type take on Fox and his friends? Like, I, I'd be curious to know what ideas they have. Wouldn't be something that they made like a side scrolling bullet hell shooter for Star Fox. Like that could be cool. Like that, that would be yeah. your segments while also doing, I you know, some of the 2D platforming stuff and then the, here's a here's a uh, sh- shooter section that'd be cool that could be really neat like yeah as a like a 2d bullet hell yeah i agree everyone in the or, star fox crew has different attributes when they're on foot cool. it'd, be, it'd be funny Ooh. if like slippy was the best one for 2d because of all of his tech he was actually best for best suited for for the two D portions, but but less so for the flying portions. Because yeah, like someone like Falco, who's a bit more of a <laughs> an ace about that. That'd be funny. <laughs> I, I feel like he will finally shine. I feel like uh, you'd set up um, Slippy as like your shop. Like come back, return to him at a home base, and Slippy will upgrade your stuff or sell you new equipment or whatnot. And I just see them oh, that's like where Grippy comes back. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> you can use Grippy for that. That would be something. Um, or. I, I can see them instituting some of the moves from Smash Brothers into Fox's moveset. So need to cross oh, a long cool. gap. He gets to do his, you know, f- what, the, the cross Fox. Fox. Yeah, yeah, I forget what it is. Instead of a double jump, it's the Firefox to go up that way. Uh, use a reflector to solve some puzzles, that sort of thing. And then, of course, the blaster for your normal set or whatever, some sort of a melee as well. You know what? You could make it work. <laughs> That is funny. That, that is true. The the side B, the the phantasm is the same thing as like uh, Samus doing the shift in in dread. That's <laughs> it's funny how it kind of works together. When the more you think about it, well, you know, sure. and as Bolt Mouse X points out in our YouTube chat, Zelda Two definitely needs a remake. I I agree with you. I think Zelda mm-hmm. Two is ripe for a remake, and I sure think That's this amazing. team could handle it. I know Yacht Club the, really want to do that too. Yeah. I don't know which one I'd want more. There's a lot of teams that really yeah. want to remake Zelda Two. That's I think, the main one, know, I think. There's yeah. a lot of potential with that because, obviously, it's probably, like, the least discussed Zelda game just because of its format and how mm. it was made. And it, it was, it's in that line with weird uh, early Nintendo games where the second game did something very different before going back to the original formula with the third game. And that's something that I think there's there's a lot of potential for that, of course, because uh, 2D side-scrolling Zelda is just outlandish to anyone that that you know has played any game in recent memory of zelda now um and if you made that anything somewhat near close to like a metroidvania but with link instead getting the, the items that'd be there's a lot of potential for that and I, I, can, I can see why so many developers want to jump in on an idea like that it could really focus in on the sword fighting because that was sort of the core idea behind zelda 2 to actually really refine the sword fighting i think could actually make the combat a lot of fun 
Um, well, you know, there just, is a. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Daniel. Oh no, just that they were just so limited in their hardware back then that there was like no choice yeah. but to kind of just limit it, limit themselves in this way. But to to have that freedom for sure, I want to see like what kind of uh, gameplay they would incorporate style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there uh, there is a fan remake of Zelda Two that came out recently. It's kind of like a, an expanded ROM hack that it wasn't just like. It was quality of life features, but it but it was also they built a lot more stuff into the game, like more side areas. There are pieces of heart now. There's even a brand new post game quest, final boss that like expands on the lore, and it it built Zelda Two out into a proper. Not that Zelda Two wasn't already a proper game, but it like showed the genuine potential of what a built out, maximized version of Zelda Two could be, and it was really yeah. cool. And so imagine like a like a. a studio taking that on taking that idea on and oh man that'd be cool i'd be totally down for it um speaking of smaller teams and i should uh point out that it was um ubisoft montpellier uh that yeah uh, worked on the lost crown so i want to give that proper credit um but th- th- we speaking of smaller teams as i was saying um did you know did you both uh realize that freedom planet 2 came out september of last year on pc <laughs> yeah i did actually you, it's, okay it's you're one of the rare ones i'd say because boy how did this game get I, no discussion whatsoever when it released on pc like i it came and went and i feel like only the super fans really knew it actually happened but thankfully we finally have a, con- a release date for when freedom planet 2 is coming to consoles uh april 4th hallelujah yeah so I have heard generally pretty good things about the sequel. I love Freedom Planet 1. It's one of my favorite indie games ever. And I've generally heard pretty good things about the sequel, but I've been waiting. I want to play it on my big screen TV. You know, I've just been waiting. I could play it on Steam, but I want to wait for the proper console release. And I've generally heard good things. Mm. Um, I'm glad it finally is coming, though. It feels like the wait's been crazy. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe yeah. that it had just been that long uh, out. But yeah, I, I have no, actually no experience with Freedom Planet at all. But what about you, Daniel? Do you, have you played even the first? Uh, that's one of the ones I feel like I need to play still because it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's inspirations. And so uh, with the sequel coming out sooner, it will, on a console, no less, that's something that I need to get on at, at some point. But the backlog. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, I yeah, the it. backlog. There were just three games like added to the backlog if you care about all three. So, yeah, that's that's rough. <laughs> if you guys can, though, yeah. like, I get it, but oh, it's such a good game, you guys. About how I long heard. do you think that game is on average? Um, I want to say a good... Ten, well, if you watch all the story cutscenes, probably, like, what, 12 to 15 hours? Because some of the story cutscenes can get really long-winded, and that's one of my few complaints about it. It gets a oh. little bit into itself I, I heard there is an arcade mode where you just go level to level to level so they there is if, i can't remember if you have to unlock it but i still think the story is worth experiencing it's mm-hmm. it's not that it's a bad story it's not amazing i think it's worth playing in the context of the story it's just some of the cutscenes are like i'm talking metal gear solid style like they can be up to 20 minutes occasionally it's pretty crazy oh, wow. yeah but but the game itself is excellent and um i i would say probably like eight to 12 hours especially if you're not trying to 100 percent it's not like okay. a super long play. It's just some of those cutscenes can get really long, and you know you could also just mash through the the voice dialogue and just read it, and that'll go a little faster. You don't have to let the dialogue, the voice dialogue, play out for every line in those longer scenes. Yeah, that's good at least. 
But I'm I'm quite curious to see if it actually makes a blip this time around. I hope so, because you know, celebrate so. indies and all that. But uh, we'll, um, we'll see oh, what happens. Mike yeah. says the cutscenes mode is is available from the start in Freedom Planet One. So there okay, you go. Yeah. yeah, cool. Uh, the last bit of news I want I thought we could talk about this week is uh, the online functionality for 3DS and Wii U games is coming to an end in on April eighth. Uh, you can merge your unused eShop balance to your Nintendo account for use on the Switch until uh, March 11th. Um, so basically, this was something they attempted to do what last year, the year before. I forget. They attempted to do this before, but there was enough outcry that they delayed it a bit. And um, I, I don't hear the outcry this time around, mainly because I think everybody's like, okay, that's... We expected this time. It is what it's it is. Time has come. Yeah, it's time has come, yeah. and we're you know we're already waiting for the switch too. So, you know, it just seems like a good time right now this year than the last to to just bid farewell to this and its services because uh man, what a run yeah <laughs> for this for this these content this service in, in general. There's going to be some some interesting stuff lost to time, like the uh, multiplayer mode in Kid Icarus Uprising and stuff like that. Like, it's going to be some of this stuff to... And I'm sure there'll be private servers continuing to run for quite some time. But, yeah, there's going to be some some really interesting platform-specific stuff lost to the mists of time once these servers are shut down. Yeah, and like Mike uh, in the uh, YouTube chat mentions, Wii U games are mostly fine because a good chunk of them got ported to the Switch. 3DS is a different story, and as you were mentioning, Kid Icarus, uh, great multiplayer, and uh, the Triforce Heroes, and uh, a bunch of Monster Hunter games. So Yeah, that's true. And Smash 4 online. Yeah, Smash 4. Although that one's less of a... That one's less of a lost considering we have ultimate but i guess if well, you want to you know, play smash run well it is and it isn't like in general yes i agree but i actually just made a tweet about this the other day because i have a fight a partner session with this month for our patreon with the couch kids our sponsor no. and we were going to play smash yesterday but they didn't realize that one of the few downgrades from uh ultimate or for ultimate is that you can't have multiple players on a local console in an arena oh I don't you think can I knew do that. that in four and you can even do it in brawl but in in battle arenas and in, in private or public arenas you can only have one player per switch so that's actually like we couldn't do it and i'm actually that's gonna go weird. do it in person next week instead but yeah so it's like it is generally not a loss yeah but in that one way smash 4's online was actually a lot better huh weirdly enough yeah i had no idea about weird that decision yeah it's weird right and it seems like such a weird downgrade too. Like maybe it's because the roster is so gargantuan. I'm sure there's a good technical reason for it, but yeah, it is like you you can literally cannot play online in a lobby if you have a friend over or you know your sibling or partner or whatever. You can't play together in a lobby with other people. You have to only go one on one. Hmm. So odd. Yeah. Right. I gotta I gotta play Triforce Heroes before that is over and then i'll never be able to play with anyone online ever again i need i, I that's no. the thing i don't have it i don't I, have my experience in my opinion with that yet i still so oh, really? i'm gonna find a way to play that oh wow i um i played multiplayer in that and it's it's fine but the thing was my opinion was already soured because i played through the majority of that game for review single player it's not oh, fun single player. Well, that's the, it is the <laughs> worst thing meant to be. And you can st- you can still have fun with Triforce Heroes multiplayer. I think it does it does shine a bit, but I was so turned off by the time I got to the multiplayer. I was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Man. 
well, hopefully soon I'll be able to give that one a chance and at least form a an, un, an unbiased opinion because I don't have that that the uh, I, I haven't I haven't even played a multiplayer I, I mean single player I want to try just off the gate multiplayer if I can so it's the way soon. to do it I think I think you'll genuinely have fun although I don't think I honestly don't think it's as good as Four Swords yeah I Four Swords no. has a special place in my heart I play times with with multiple people and the whole Game Boy setup in person and, and other methods but yeah that's that's the peak of multiplayer zelda for me and i know triforce heroes probably doesn't touch that it doesn't eclipse it for sure but i, I still want to give it a shot because the multiplayer zelda experience has always been pretty fun mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. It, it, it definitely is it definitely can be um but yeah well that's you know do what you got to do with your 3ds and we use uh before uh april 8th but otherwise that is sort of the major news uh for this past week and we still have our patron topics to talk about but let's see if there's any more super chats before that happens uh disney duncan back with uh 10 more dollars across two different questions saying based on harada's comment uh will we not see guest characters until dlc pass two uh i don't know about that i can see them ending the dlc pass one with a big uh, guest character just to have excitement, but it, it does seem like they're going to be going with just characters that didn't make it into the game because we're starting with Eddie Gordo, which did seem like an odd omission. It did, right? I'm glad he's I'm glad he's there, but it did seem like a weird omission to start with. Yeah, and then uh, other comment was Matthew can come to Tekken Eight if it comes to Switch Two. I mean, I guess it is kind of like Tekken Tag Two where he had all those Nintendo yeah. Uh, costumes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool. Sure. That'd be that'd be fun to have all more Nintendo costumes or just a special Nintendo character. So why not? But uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, well, as always, we got our uh, patron topics for the week, and each of us has chosen one. And uh, Daniel, let's start with you. What what was your patron topic? Oh boy, let me take a look real quick. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll start with someone else real quick. I, I kept forgetting to. I was doing all these other stuff, uh, other things, and I kept forgetting to pick a specific one. Oh, okay. No worries. All right. One just a moment. <laughs> Ash, let's go with you. Let's go with you. Let's go with you. <laughs> all right. No worries. So uh, I I, just, I picked this one because it's topical for this week. So my topic for this week comes from Zombie Joe, who asks, "Who are some of your favorite Tekken characters, and why is Mokujin not among them?" Well, <laughs> for your information, Zombie Joe, Mokujin is among them. I think Mokujin's awesome. Oh, I, I, I hear you. Mokujin's definitely among my favorites. Um, I just, I love Tekken's visual design in general. Uh, one of my f- early favorites was Xiaoyu. I believe she mm. debuted in Tekken 3. That's My dad and I used to yes. play a lot of Tekken 3 together, and that was my character uh, in that. I really like Xiaoyu a lot. Um, I, I would be remiss not to mention my new, my, my new modern, my new favorite modern Tekken character, obviously has to be Asusena. Like, not only do I like her <laughs> visually, she's so colorful, but she is literally the coffee queen. Like, coffee is my thing. If you know I, me, coffee is me. I I am coffee. Coffee is me. And she is the queen of coffee. That's amazing. What were you going to say, Derek? No, I just... I. I feel like we have to have a uh, we have to fight it out though because one of my favorite characters and I don't know what attracted to me to it uh, as as far as the gameplay style or anything like that I like Lily and they Lily's specifically cool. they specifically had a matchup in their trailers where it's like you know coffee's best no tea is best fight right, right yeah <laughs> and you, and you're more of a tea person you like tea you're not yeah, you don't like I'm tea. not a coffee guy so this is this is right. kind of perfect <laughs> in a weird way yeah. 
Um, I also really like Master Raven. I think she's got a really cool design. Uh, and also Panda. Panda's been a long time personal <laughs> favorite of mine. I think she's so adorable. Um, I, I just, yeah, Panda's great. Um, and, oh, and one, another new character, uh, Victor Chevalier from Tekken 8. He's cool, man. He's a cool-looking character. That's how you I get really Noctis without him. actually having Noctis. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's too bad he's not going to come back for 8 because he was fun to play in 7. Um uh, also, Julia uh, in June. Julia and June are also two two more favorites of mine. Uh, mm-hmm. And Eddie Gordo. I mean, Eddie Gordo is like everybody loves him, though. So yeah. I feel like he almost, you know, everybody loves him. So that's not surprising. But, uh, uh, yeah, those are a few of my favorite Tekken characters. Nice. Just to name a few others for me, I I like Paul Phoenix. He's just a wha- he's just a weirdo who's actually really good at fighting. I I've never played him, but I love the design of Leroy Smith. Just a cool, cool character. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Leroy's cool. And then it, just because I, I've never played as her or anything like that, but I just look at the, her gameplay style. I was like, that is the fighting game character I typically gravitate towards. So probably her, Asuka. <laughs> Asuka Kazuma. Oh. So. I I've always liked Asuka as well, actually. Yeah. Good point. What, what about you, uh, Daniel? Any Tekken favorites or not really? It's funny you mentioned, because uh, Paul Phoenix is one of the few characters that are playable in every single all eight Tekken games, I believe. And there's only a few that fit in that pool. Yoshimitsu is another one yeah. that fits in there. Not even uh, Kazuya fits that bill. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And but Heihachi Yoshimitsu no longer fits that for bill, me. so. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Heihachi. <laughs> the, the face of Tekken. One of the faces. But yeah, Yoshimitsu is one of the ones that, like, I, it's weird because I first saw him in Soul Calibur. And it's weird that he's bounced on these different ones, uh, these different games throughout the these fighting game series. Um, but that, uh, <laughs> I remember playing, I never really owned a Tekken. Uh, I remember playing on the PS1, one of the Tekken games with my cousin who was, he was older than me. And, and, uh, obviously I'm not going to sandwich a chance against him in a Tekken game. But, uh, I, I remember I used Gone, uh, and in that game, Tekken uh, three, <laughs> just, oh, that's the one then. Yeah. I, he, he was just so mad <laughs> because he's just so small and you can't, you can't get him. It's the only chance I stood. Um, but yeah, those are some ones that the ones that I, I have remembered in the past years. I haven't really, really dove into Tekken characters very much recently. I feel like it's going to be like a Street Fighter Six with for me, where I'm going to just dive into it and just kind of get more like um, literate with the the world and characters if I can, because there's a lot about it that I like. I love what I've been seeing, and I'm I, I'm not very good at fighting games, but when it comes to these either. kinds, if they have like a if you've got like a casual <clears throat> like way to adopt a newbie like me, then I'll, I'll gladly I, give it a shot and try it. I think there is, from what I hear, the there's a, uh, not an arcade mode, but basically the same sort of thing as Street Fighter Six had, except you're going through like a tournament scene in like arcades and it actually shows you the ropes of like, here's how you play Tekken. So it's a yeah. actually good tutorial for it. So it's good to I have mean, that in this not a bad modern idea. age. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there are just so many great characters in Tekken. It's just such a visually rich, diverse cast of characters that are just so yeah. It's, it's just, hard to look at really any of them and be like, nah, I don't like them. Like I know a lot of people like hate Elisa yeah. uh, and Lucky Chloe, but I'm like, they're, they're fine. They seem fine. I think Elise. I was actually forgot to mention her. I think Elise is great. I love that her head actually comes off in her reveal trailer for Tekken Eight. Like that's what's called. That's part of how she attacks. I think that's uh-huh. awesome. Honestly, mm. one of the characters I find the most boring is just the Jax. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
There's someone else I was going to mention. Who was it? Um, I'm drawing a blank, but yeah, tech, tech and character design rocks. Yeah. Just in general. All right. Daniel, do you have your uh, patron question or should I go next? Yeah, we have one here from Hendrix Trog asking, with Xbox looking to be the first major player in games to go all digital, who do you think will follow their lead shortly after? Uh, I feel like this this discussion is definitely happening more and more lately as we kind of lean towards consoles that are leaning a bit more towards having just digital-only services and platforms. And um, I, I feel like with the way we've seen things happening, if, if Xbox was the first one to do it, uh it would probably be playstation <laughs> coming right after because uh yeah I, I, there's like i don't know there, there's a lot of um uh, they seem to be expanding more and more with their services and what they offer with like playstation network and even though you have to pay more for it i mean there's they're, they're still trying to optimize that so there's they're selling Oh, he's he's, 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 he's actually gone like glitchy. <laughs> That's not yeah. good. Why must why must oh, this keep back. happening? <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, okay, Daniel. You I only lose feels... your train of thought. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Now I lost my train of thought because I keep oh, I, dying. I agree with what you were saying. <laughs> is that it's probably? I hope it's nobody. My personal I, hope is nobody. I hope yeah. you know. I don't want the the. I don't want physical games to die. Like all in all, but I feel like. If anyone is going to follow suit sooner rather than later, it would be PlayStation, not Nintendo, personally. Yeah, like yeah. they're making they they've made consoles that are they give you the option: do you want digital or do you want to still use physical discs for this? And it, it becomes more and more pointless because you put in the physical disc, it still has to download everything, and that's so part of the reason why the I try to get physical like for Switch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it's an unfortunate side effect, but I think it, there's. The the big thing here, especially I think with PlayStation, why they might not ever do it, even though they have an all digital console, is because it feels like you lose out for those people that go to Walmart or go to Best Buy or go wherever and be like, ah, there's this game on the shelf. Oh, that looks pretty cool. I'm going to pick that up. Those type of sales. Like, would you want to lose that, especially like for gifts and other people being like, you know, how do we... Like oh my 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 son wants this or my uh, grandkid wants this uh, I'll just go to the store. Grandma's not gonna go know to go to the how to go to the online store. And I th- I don't think anybody really wants to give a gift card. Like oh yeah here's a here's an eShop card whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Like you, it's because you go on a, on any of the storefronts like PlayStation Network, you see that in half the screen is like thirty percent off buy now until mm-hmm. until february 1st or whatever and and you pay that um playstation doesn't need to manufacture like boxes or all that for that you just sell the game itself it's cheaper for them we don't have to pay for like extra in, in taxes or anything because you're just buying it right off the shop uh the, the model kind of just leans more and more towards that way i, I don't want it to be digital only i enjoy my physical cartridges and discs that i'm still getting for games that i really want to have i'm going to be getting place uh persona 3 reload physically because i want to have that with the rest of my boxes of persona 3 it's really nice for families where i can just get hey here's this one game oh i'm done playing it oh you want to try it too okay here you go <laughs> you know in the, in the same family you don't have to worry about here's the di- how to share <laughs> yeah exactly ex- exactly and you don't have to worry about that digital like all right i gotta figure out how to get the account on there and they gotta download it but we can't play at the same time because it's under my account and they if i play right now they can't play it so it just disrupts everybody's play time so mm-hmm. yeah um 
yeah <laughs> it's, 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 it's a dumb. it's a tricky thing to navigate right now especially with um with this this market like what games are getting huge as well so it's like storage is another problem it's, it's just a lot of problems that compile on each other and it's like how are these how are these companies going to handle doing this that's convenient to the consumer while also matching their needs and it's just an interesting discussion to to keep going as as we enter potentially the next generation of whatever the switch is going to do next you know mm-hmm. yeah We'll, yep. have to, we'll have to see, but I I feel like Nintendo will be the last holdout for a long time. Oh, I yeah. think so too. I don't see them going all digital anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I think they Same like having that. Hopefully, never control. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, all right. Um, so my uh, topic this week comes from Young Ben Kenobi, who asks, "What mobile exclusive game or games would you like to see get a proper console port or remake?" And uh, I was gravitating towards that one just because I just randomly thought about it the other day. Uh, we need Fantasian on consoles. Oh, good one. Fantasian's oh, yeah. a really good one. Like, yeah. Mistwalker has this seemingly beautiful game with some really interesting, like, model work to use as the backgrounds. And, you know, I don't know anything about the story or anything like that. You didn't hear much because nobody talks about Apple Arcade games. So... Yeah, let's get that. Let's get Fantasian. That's a really good one. Um, mm. This one's tricky for me because a lot of the ones I would have said kind of already have been, like the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster series. And there's a, one of my favorite rhythm games. It's called Groove Coaster. And there's a there's a Switch version now. So that's already been ha- done. So I guess my default answer is Mega Man X Dive, but it's not like it's that amazing a game. I mean, it so is on like Steam as a non-pay like pay version. yeah. But I want to play it on, you know, again, I don't really want to play it on Steam. I'd rather play it on, on, on the big screen. Uh, I, I know I can get a Steam Deck, but I'm not paying 500 400 bucks to play Mega Man X Dive on the big screen. I'm just not doing it. Um, I guess I guess my more interesting deep-cut answer, if not Mega Man X Dive, would be Adventures of Mana, which actually mm. did come out on PlayStation Vita. It's basically like a 3D remake of the original Seiken Densetsu 1, like Secret of Mana 1, a.k.a. Final Fantasy Adventure. Um, but it only ever came out on Android, iOS, and Vita, and it's actually a pretty good 3D remake of the of the first Mana game that I would mm. like to be able to play on consoles, like on Switch, yeah, at least. So cool. that's probably you, like my more interesting deep cut answer. You actually just reminded me of others, but I'm gonna let Daniel go first. So what about you, Daniel? I, th- I feel like a lot of the more recent ones that we've seen uh, as as of late, like you're mentioning those already, but um, like Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis is something that. Why is that only mobile? Oh, Why do they have to do this model? <laughs> just get gotcha oh, elements. Oh, Crisis. That's such a good one. Yeah. That's that's just sitting there. You got like Sonic Dream Team. That's in the Apple Arcade. And it's just like, man, it looks so cool. And I don't get to play. I don't have Apple Arcade. So it, it feels like it's just really limited the people that can play it. Dragalia Lost. Man, that's been gone for so long. I didn't even get a chance to really properly play as much as I wanted to. But. When it's gone, it's just like I really wanted to like. Now it's all Grand Blue Fantasy. <laughs> Imagine we could have been getting <laughs> Dragalia Lost uh, fighting games and Dragalia Lost Relink and all that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's yeah. There's so many man. Like the whatever they had for Kingdom Hearts mobile games, like those were I I, I dabbled with those for a little bit for a little while and and apparently they they became canon to <laughs> to the universe. So that's its own uh, thing to deal with. Yeah, the, uh, someone like those, like those are the ones I really want to like see 
come to uh, any kind of modern console, any kind of port over because you can do it with games like Mega Man. Why can't why not with games like uh like these ones? They're definitely mm, possible. Yeah. Definitely possible. Yeah. Um. So Ash reminded me with the, with his Adventures of Mana. Oh yeah, be really nice to get Dragon Quest four through six on the Switch. Because oh, yeah. guess what? The yeah. mobile versions, at least especially for Dragon Quest Four, is the best version of Dragon Quest Four. Because the DS version, great, does fine, does it all the uh, you know does the job, but it doesn't have the party talk feature, which is how you get any right. kind of characterization for your characters in that game. There is on the DS version, they are basically planks of wood, but. You get the party talk. They actually because they didn't bother translating it, but they did in Dragon Quest Four on the on mobile. Release that. <laughs> we need a port of Dragon Quest Four at the very least, just for that. Have a proper version. So. That's a good one. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's yeah, no, perfect. God, there there are more games than I like. When I first saw this topic, I'm like, I can't know if there are that many anymore that I want. And then now after. All of our answers to this, I'm like, oh yeah, there there are more mobile some to decent ones out there that we be nice yeah. to have it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of Tales games we could put in there too. Just saying, there's a lot of Tales <laughs> mobile games that yeah, yeah, aren't there in service anymore. <laughs> yeah, there is. Uh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you all for the uh, topics. Really do appreciate that. And I think. Other than a, uh, let's see, yeah, $2 super chat from Disney Duncan. We're going to wrap this thing up here uh, saying that Alyssa has a costume based on Cosmos, I think. That'd be cool if true. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I think I remember hearing that. I think that's true. Yeah. Sounds yeah. about right. I believe right. so. Yeah. 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 So perhaps, but we'll see. Um but yeah, I think that'll about cover it for episode 90 of the GVG cast. Thank you all so much for being here. Really do appreciate it. And uh, hopefully you ha all had fun with uh, this episode and our various conversations. But of course, we got to give a special thank you to all of our patrons at the uh, pro producer tier. Uh, the show just wouldn't be possible without all of you. Thank you so much for that. And um, yeah, just it's always, always appreciated. In fact, I should actually get that rolling here. So yeah, there's our wonderful producers. Thank them. We wouldn't be able to do this without them. So thank you so much. And of course, we got to give an extra special thank you to our executive producers, which include... Brandon Bovia, Cutie Caitlin, Fangs, Z Patty, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman23, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Logan Daniel, The D Pad, Blake, Joy Content, Angel Martinez, Vedron, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Azran127, Black King, Joseph Rutkin, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Wataniac, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, The Couch Kids, Andrew Medeiros, Darchi, Becca, Icaro, uh, Dark B. Andy, Essex08, Michael McCall, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber CPHT, Too Much Spaghetti, Bane400, Askeron809, Rioner, Rain and Clouds, The Game Orb, Super Gamer Dude 101, Mercury, Ravelox, Rosa Pardo Bowling. Hi, Steve's mom. Uh, Dark Still. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Darksteel01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Cystic Warrior 29 DJ Jurassic, 
Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Derek, Colin, Blazestar25, Twilord, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Keel, Brandon Hesse, Hustlebun, Noah Fitterer, Calvin Atkinson, Brainchild, The Entire State of Wisconsin, Jim Wakelin, Zlaker, Aramis Baramis, Kyle the Monarch, That Alpha Lion, uh, Lord Metarex, Blaze Collard, Eric, Cat Evie Person 5, Peyton Thiel, Mega Beatman, True Blue Reviews, Ryan Hanley, The Game Jamie, and Zombie Joe. Thank you all so much for your continued support. It really does mean a lot. And we did get one more uh, super chat from Disney Duncan saying Deadpool 3 fil wrapped up filming. Cannot wait. Fair enough. Nice. Hopefully it'll be Same. a good movie. And uh, yeah. Thank you all so much for being here. Of course, uh, we will be back next week uh, for even more GVG cast. So you can look forward to that. Um, and yeah, just hope you have a great weekend and see you next time. Till then, everyone. Bye. So we meet again.